With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. Back here on a crazy night of football in Las Vegas that ends with a Patriots 30-24 loss to the Raiders to fall to 7-7 seven and seven on the season. This is the Six Rings postgame show breaking down every painful, dismal, and annoying aspect of this loss. The game was tied at 24 with three seconds to go in regulation. It appeared destined for overtime when the Patriots ran a draw play to Ramondre Stevenson that turned into your classic end-of-game lateral play. But it was anything but classic when Jacoby Myers threw the ball Back across the field, I believe, to Mac Jones, it was... Yeah, it looked like it was intended for Mac Jones, but it was nowhere near him, and it was right It was hauled in by another Jones on the field. Chandler, former Patriot, returned the ball for the touchdown. This came after the Raiders had tied the game on a controversial touchdown 30-yarder in the corner of the end zone that was reviewed, and the play stood. It was not confirmed. It stood, and I know there's going to be a lot of debates. I've seen some tweets about photos that show certain things out there, but the reality is, in my opinion, while I think he may have been out of bounds, there was no clear and obvious video footage to prove it for the replay official, so the touchdown stood. The Raiders win. Josh McDaniels wins, avoids another second-half blown lead of double digits. Patriots fail to get the comeback, and their playoff hopes are probably on life support at 7-7, seven and seven, heading into the final three games, three very difficult games. We're here to break it down. Lines are locked and loaded, 617-779-7937. if you want to join the show via the text line. And we have a quick poll that we put out on WEEI's Twitter account. One of the questions we were asking, who is most to blame for the Pats' loss in Vegas? And last check, NFL fish, NFL officials, the top choice was 23%, Jacoby Myers, 28%, and the uh, majority or the plurality of the votes, Patriots coaches, 49%. That's where the check mark lies on my Twitter feed because that's how I voted. Because when you're as sloppy and inept as they were in all three phases of the game, that falls on the head coach, and then that falls down on the assistant coaches before you start to blame the players and I also think that teams that blame officials are losers in the end. And uh, if you want to blame the official, blame the official. But uh, there were a lot of mistakes made by the Patriots tonight that certainly contributed to their loss and the fact that we are lamenting that loss. And what did the man say? If it doesn't work out, blame me. 
Yep, and this didn't work out. This could not have worked out more poorly in Las Vegas, where Bill Belichick gets beaten. Now, 0-2, by the way, against Josh McDaniels in his career. He really struggles against his old guys. Uh, I believe he's now 1-7 in his last eight matchups with former assistants. Who is his win? Uh, it's a great question. Probably could uh, get our crack research department on yeah, that. Yeah, there we go. Um, but, yeah, he is 1-7, and, and seven, I believe, in his last... Uh, eight or whatever the numbers it's like, are. It's this bad. brother, this brother couldn't even beat Matt Patricia. That's when, it's when, true. I, I mean, that's that tells you something. But I think, and now Matt Patricia is his problem. I, exactly. So I will say this: I would, I would definitely put this on the Patriots coaching staff in terms of that particular list, and and maybe even if you added this other factor to the list, being the quarterback, Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to to put that separately on him. Because, yes, I think that, that that red zone drive that all just, just blew up, went to hell, that wasn't all on Mac Jones. There was just a just sloppy execution the way there yep. always seems to be with this team. He actually threw a touchdown pass that, that they was took wiped away, out by a timeout. Which I cannot, I don't. That's classic. I, 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 have to, I have to look back and check that out and see if the play clock was winding down. I, I have no idea, but. When you look back at that play, I mean, yeah, I can understand him being frustrated about that and being frustrated with with wasting the time out before that because then you're not getting the play in fast enough. I I, I get that frustration, but I feel like his frustration became a legitimate problem today. This is three weeks in a row where he is flailing hands, basically in an argument, it seems, with either the voice in his head or the sideline, which are... Kind of or, his te- or his teammates, or, or if, he, if he's mad at something that they're well, There doing. were some drops tonight. The Hunter Henry third down drop, oh I would have been God. mad too. Yeah, That's how you lose football games. I know that'll be that way down the list in this game because it was so bad and there were so many mistakes. But that third down drop, to you couldn't, I mean, you're an NFL tight end making $12.5 million. It, it hit you right in what I like to call the triangle between the thumb and the fingers. Like, you got to catch that football. So... There's no question. There's a lot of blame to go around. I think we have some callers locked and loaded that would like to join the blame game. Let's go to Raj in Chicago. Who would you blame for tonight's loss in Las Vegas, Raj? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the call. What's up? Uh, man, I'm sorry. Just a little lost for words right now. I mean, <laughs> this took me this, uh, this kind of took me back to the 2018 season at the Miracle in Miami. Yeah. It was that kind yeah, of a gut I mean, punch, yeah. but this was much uglier. That was a more traditional it play was, where you got got beat athletically. This is one of the weirdest endings I've ever seen. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, I've seen some heartbreaking losses. I've seen, I mean, losing 42, 46, 52, losing the AFC title game at Denver in 2015. This one, you feel like you got shot in the face. Whew. I mean, just, Dramatic. just, just got, just got awful. Just got awful. I mean, in the immortal words of Chris Curtis, what are we doing? I, I agree, I, I will, Raj. I will, Thanks I, for the call, man. Yes, definitely. Um, shout out Chicago, but also I, I would just like to say you probably and they would, know awful there, right? Yes, they know awful. Yeah, uh, that is a three and eleven football team out there. Though again, I feel like you probably feel a little bit better about uh, 
the future of that team than you do about this one because their quarterback might be really good. Um, but we're not gonna we're gonna do that. But you know what I just thought of though? It's like you probably wouldn't feel it if you got shot in the face, but obviously pretty bad. No, this was more of a um, at least half our audience can feel this a kick in the groin. I mean, I know it's cliche. It's like it's like that GIF or, or like that video that circulates every now and again where like this dude is just like practicing being kicked repeatedly in yeah, the groin. That was over this. and over again. Yes, yes, that, that is was exactly this. What and this was. I would say that's sort of this season, and certainly from Max yes. Jones's perspective, I think he feels like that GIF is is his season uh, in a nutshell. His sophomore season not going anywhere near like he expected. But the Patriots, I, and I want to uh, go to one of the texts here that says, if there was, this is from the 415, if there was no video to prove that he was out, they should use the one that 10 million people saw on TV. Okay, I, 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 I think they did. That's what I'm talking about. I saw the two angles they had. There was a high angle, and then there was a low angle, and they were both at 45-degree angles from the field. And do I think he was out of bounds? Yes, we- I do. And, but and they, I don't. And by the way, might, I don't want you as a juror if you think that was clear and obvious evidence, because that means you're convicting everybody. You're, you got everybody going to the death and, penalty. And again, you know what? Maybe they thought that he was out too. Maybe they thought he was, but, but the call. But works. that wasn't the call on the field. It has to be clear and definitive. And I'm sorry, like I, I did not see anything. Unfortunately, that was clear and definitive enough to say, "Oh yeah, he was absolutely beyond the shadow of a doubt." out of bounds he just looked out of bounds and that's not good enough i'm sorry i mean it it doesn't make me feel better to say that because again i thought he was out of bounds it is what it is but again you could point to that play and say you got dropped by the refs whatever right but you still didn't have to lose the game the way that you did it and that's one play in a game in which again you did nothing in the first half and you did something in the first half, maybe it never comes down to that. The list of reasons you lost this game is extensive. And it started from the first quarter and went straight on through the fourth quarter. Because we have a lot of fans that are going to fixate. And we'll get back to the phone lines in a minute. 617-779-7937. If you want to complain about the replay review. We have a pool report I'm going to read. But I would also argue... You got lucky on the plays I mentioned earlier. You tried to give up a Devontae Adams big play for a touchdown potentially that would have tied the game. You tried to give up multiple Mac Collins plays over the middle of the field that one hit his fingertips just out of his reach. Another was a bad throw where he had to kind of drift back across the middle. Yeah, it's like if Derek Carr is a better quarterback, you're probably getting blown out. We never get to the Keelan yeah. Cole controversial yeah, not, replay or touchdown. Devontae Adams is dancing in the end zone or Mac Collins is dancing in the end zone. So you got lucky, you got lucky, you got lucky. Maybe you got a little unfortunate yeah. on the replay review. But I do want to uh, go to the pool report, as Bill Belichick pointed us all to. Yes. Because we know he does not ever answer a question about a controversial replay, officiating call, anything post-game. So I will go to Mike Reese's pool report with NFL Senior Vice President of Officiating, Walt Anderson, who you may recall we've heard from before this year in the Hunter Henry play on the goal line. Walt a lot of people didn't care for his take on that, and I don't think you're going to care for his take on this one either All right, on Keelan go. Cole's touchdown. First question, how did you determine that was a touchdown catch by Keelan Cole in the fourth quarter? Anderson, quote, the ruling on the field was a touchdown. End of sentence return. <laughs> next question. Uh, Mike Reese's next question. In replay review, it appeared the receiver's left foot was on the white. Was that not visible in replay? Walt Anderson's answer. We looked at every available angle, and it was not clear and obvious that yep. the foot was on the white. There you go. It was very tight, very close. 
There was no shot that we could see. We even enhanced and blew up the views that we had. There was nothing that was clear and obvious that his foot was touching the white. Final question from Mike Reese in the pool report with Walt Anderson. Did you have a down-the-sideline angle to aid you in your review? What we were just talking about, basically a pylon cam or anything down the sideline. No, we did not. Probably the best view was what we term a high end zone view. TV gave us the most enhanced view that they had as well. We blew it up, and I believe TV blew it up. I don't believe TV blew it up, not that I saw, Walt. No, I didn't see that. I interjected there. No. And there was nothing that was clear and obvious either way. Had the ruling on the field been incomplete, we would not have been able to change that either. So there was, basically, he's articulating the inconclusive video evidence to change the call. That's why the call stood. It was a 30-yard touchdown for Keelan Cole, and the Patriots win. Uh, excuse me, Patriots lose. Whew, no, they yeah, yeah, they the did, opposite they did. of win. They lost. They got beat up. They got kicked in the cojones. They lose 30-24. to 24. We are taking your calls here on the Six Rings postgame show. Let's squeeze in one more call before we get to our next break. Let's go to David in the car wants to talk about, I think, the out-of-bounds touchdown play. David, what's up? Hey, guys, how you doing? Thank you for taking the call. I really yes, appreciate sir. it. So here's the thing. There's a lot of things that went wrong in this game. If this was another coach, he'd probably be getting fired because of Belichick is not or some coaching staff. But here's my thing, and, and guys, please don't tell me. You have a referee that's standing right there. He's looking at his feet. And I know it's fast. It's live data. You know, it's live. But come on, we're in Vegas. The game, there's a betting city going on don't tell me that was not purposely ruled the way it was because of betting don't tell me that i'm gonna tell you david that was not ruled the way it was purposely because of betting well maybe not but but i'm gonna tell you right now this that was clearly his his toe was on a white i mean you can see it for them not to overturn so let me ask you a question david if the result of that decision was a man being executed and this was a jury trial you would have voted that he was on the white it's clearly he's on the white. Okay, the thanks, one David. That they had from up above. Yes. Okay, one- thanks for the call, David. I disag- I could not disagree more. And that man is dead, and that's on your conscience. I think he was on the white. I can't say definitively he was on the white. The clear and obvious language Patriots fans are going to hate. They're going to get sick of it. But I did not term and, that clear and obvious. And and you mentioned it off the air. Right, the possibility that maybe they just don't have people were asking like why don't they zoom in more and like right. blow things. Maybe they don't have the NBC camera angles right. or or the the Thursday night football ca- like pylon cams. Maybe they just don't have that. Guess what? They, if they, you didn't suck, you might have had that because <laughs> it was supposed to be a oh, prime time gut grade bunch. A crew game, and then it got bumped to Fox and was not a prime time grade A crew game because I can tell you that because Jonathan Vilma is not very good at his job as a color analyst. In one point, he said, I'm speechless. I have nothing to say. That's literally your job. I'm sorry the offense stinks, but you're supposed to speak. 617-779-7937. We are breaking down a horrific Patriots 30-24 to loss that left Bill Belichick at the podium basically saying mistakes were made on that play, and there were a number of those plays. And unfortunately, Bill, this is 
week 15 on the season and the same mistakes are being made. Your, your team continues to struggle in situational execution, among other areas, red zone defense, run defense, turnovers, pass, all the things that have bit this team in the butt to leave it at 7-7 seven at seven at this point in the season. 617-779-7937, Six Rings postgame show up until 10 o'clock. Join us. Breaking down the game that was. This is the Six Rings post game show. Here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. What did you see when you saw? I saw. Uh, I thought I saw Mac open. I didn't see Chandler Jones at the time. I just thought he was open. Tried to get to him and let him try to make a play with it. But the score was tied, so like I said, I should have been down for. Were you a little surprised that Amanda got involved in that kind of situation? It ain't even about Amanda, you know what I'm saying? Once you give it to me, I'm surprised to know it's going to tie and to go down with it, you know what I'm saying? So, whether you gave it the ball or not, I mean, he gave it to me because he trusted me, you know? I just got to be smarter with it. That's Jacoby Myers in Las Vegas after tonight's 30 to 20. <laughs> Oh, you guys are being mean. I know, my goodness. 30 Laying to, it on thick. 30-24 to 24 loss to the Raiders on the final play in which he received the lateral from Ramondre Stevenson on a draw play with three seconds remaining after a nice run. Threw it to Myers. Myers threw it back across the field intended for Mac Jones. Chandler Jones hauled it in and returned it for the touchdown. Game over. Raiders win. little sneaky aspect here, too. If he saw Marcus Jones, I wouldn't have a problem with him throwing it across back the field. What was going to happen when you threw it to Mac Jones, the least athletic person on of the 22 on the field? He possibly, <laughs> I just had this vision dance through my head. Say Mac Jones does catch that ball, and he gets hit by Chandler Jones and fumbles it anyway. Right. Like, nothing good can come. He's not allowed or, to throw or, it. Or, or he just, like, straight up can't catch the ball, and that's a backward lateral, and it right. might get scooped up anyway. Like, he's not allowed to throw it anymore. No, exactly. So you've lost any advantage that Mac Jones provides on that play. So it really was, and again, we we talked about it last segment, Six Rings postgame show here on WEEI, 617-779-7937. I find it difficult to really pile on Jacoby Myers, who's falling on his sword. Even defending Ramondre Stevenson. I find it hard to pile on Ramondre Stevenson. Bill Belichick would only say mistakes were made on the play. He wouldn't say whether they were supposed to lateral it, not supposed to lateral it, the whole thing. We can get into that a little bit later. But nothing good was going to happen to throwing it. It, it, That's a brain fart beyond just the score and the lateral. Who you saw open? Because he clearly saw him. He said, "I I thought I saw Mac open. He intended to throw it to Mac. To what end, Jacoby? You know, it makes me think of this. It, it goes back to Mac Jones, in a way, talking about the red zone struggles in particular and saying, look, when we get down there, we have to know that, yes, this play has heightened importance, but it's just another play. Don't Basically, don't lose your mind. Right. And I feel like right there, that's an example of, oh, my goodness, I got to do something, and he lost his mind. And that, I feel like, encapsulates what the Patriots are, not even just offensively, but just generally as a team better than than almost anything else they continually and this is a point i was trying to make earlier continually lose their minds in those clutch situations that they're supposedly supposed to be great at they are supposed to be the team that takes advantage of other teams mistake they're supposed to be the team that runs away and hides when the raiders try to give them the football game and instead they decided to be santa claus because 
they don't have confidence. I think it comes back to a lack of confidence, which, by the way, they probably shouldn't have confidence the way they've played all year. That does not breed confidence the way you've executed in all three phases. But in a normal game, you just say, yeah, we'll go to overtime. You know why? I trust our defense. I trust our offense. We'll execute situational football. We'll win in overtime. They were trying to do too much to make too much of a play there out of desperation, it seems like, because they probably know if we go to overtime, we don't execute better than the other team more often than not. In fact, we fail to execute more often than not than the other football team. You know what's interesting is that all this time you talk about playing not to lose. And I feel like that that's very often what the Patriots have done is playing yeah. not to Let lose. Let the other team lose. Yes. But to me, the idea that you treated that play the way that you did, it, it really does, like as you were saying, kind of make it seem like you were losing at the time when you really weren't. Right. You didn't like, need a you didn't need a like miracle. You, like you felt the game was over. Right. Like like so I think just put together this team has a loser mentality right now. And and they probably should. Like, and I'm not saying that in a mocking way. When you get, you know, like, a beaten dog syndrome, you know, you hit a dog so many times, they start to expect to be hit. This do- this team does not execute. They lose games they shouldn't lose, and that's where you are at 7-7 seven and seven right now. You're probably fortunate to be 7-7. Seven and seven. The Cardinals, you were in a dogfight a week earlier until you had a loose fumble returned for a touchdown that changed the complexion of that game. Otherwise, you might be looking at a road losing streak and really saying goodbye to any playoff chances. Let's go back to the phone lines. I want to keep everybody engaged here as we continue to break down a debilitating late season loss in Las Vegas that sucks the wins out of the Patriots' hopes, although they still have playoff path potential. There's just a lot of teams involved, and they have some tough games they're going to have to win to get there. Let's go to Dave in Rhode Island who wants to talk about this loss. I don't know why we want to talk about it, but let's do this. Group therapy. Dave, what would you think? Let me get one thing straight. We stink. <laughs> we stink. That's true. Okay, someone needs to lock up Nelson Aguilar for robbery and fraud. The guy drops every ball that comes to play. This team, I'd rather go outside with a pair of scissors and cut my grass than watch this offense. It, it, it's terrible. And finally, we got a little bit of a push in the, third, in the, the second, uh, second half, but it's just been terrible. I want to legit, I want to close my eyes out watching this game. Jacoby, there's, there's no time on the clock. The, the game's tied. You're throwing to bit. You're throwing to Chandler Jones. What are you doing? That's all. I'm sorry. We're going to drink a box of kills. We're going to bash my pain of every week having listened to this show. And every time we talk about it, this team is just getting worse and worse and worse. Thank you. Thank you for the call, Dave. Appreciate your, uh, your emotion. I think it's raw and I think it's real. And I said it, to I, I think, to you. This is... This was a game between two bad teams. Yes. One has more stars. The Raiders have stars. Yeah, yeah they, they are a talented team. They are not a good team. No, and you allowed them to pull out the win. But you had, a, despite your lack of stars and your, what did he say, Nelson Aguilar was committing, like, uh, yeah, they say they should lock him up. or yeah, fraud or yeah, something. Commi- I think it was robbery and fraud. He actually had a nice catch. He was just out of bounds. There was a beautiful Mac Jones catch and throw down the left sideline, unfortunately. The ball remained in his hands. His yes. feet just couldn't stay in His bounds. feet just couldn't stay in Which, which is, yeah. As that- we know, is part of the job as a receiver. And Keelan Cole proved that, wink, wink, uh, proved that in the corner of the end zone on the game-tying touchdown. But I understand the building frustrations because, correct me if I'm wrong, we do this every week, and I just want to make sure I'm not forgetting anything. This is the most well-rounded loss that we've had for the Patriots this year, where all three phases 
were at various points truly inept. No, was, not, the, not the, bear, like, the Bears was like that, too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they were. And those are the two reasons why you're going to not make the postseason because exactly. you yeah. lose games to teams. But even I still have no explanation for the Michael Pilardi blocked punt where Jabril Peppers, your your wing on the right side, they ready. is looking in, like communicating, and the ball is snapped. They, 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 just, they just straight up weren't ready. Why was it the was ball a, snapped? It was a timing issue. I cannot tell you why. You know that, how we like well, to make fun of the old Colts fake punt? Yeah. Well, this was different. But similarly embarrassing, you had an up back and a wing looking at each other. Yeah, yeah, talking. Dr- yeah. Jabril and 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 Adrian Phillips looking and you at each snap other. Snap the ball, and they were just like, "Oh my god, oh no, it's horrible." And and, and gee, yes, where did the horrible. guy come from? Oh, happened to come right from that side. Uh, Kuntz or Keese or whatever his name was that blocked the punt. Like, how does that happen to a Bill Belichick team, which, as we've talked about, basically has two special teams coordinators? You have Cam Accord, but you also have Joe Judge. He's allowed to talk. He's on the field when they practice. He's in meetings when they talk about things. And he's supposed to be a special teams coordinator. How are these things happening to a team that, correct me if I'm wrong again, invests more time and money and energy in special teams than more words? It's always funny listening to Bill Belichick talk about other teams' special teamers. Right. And like, you know, Johnny Hecker, he's a weapon. Right. You know who was not a weapon? Your special teams. No. Because your coverage was sneaky, terrible. At times, you got bailed they out by a, a few they penalties. They gave up a bunch of them today. Yeah, they did. Yeah. This special teams stinks right now, and that's part of the problem because when you're as mediocre as they are, that matters. If yes. you're going to blow teams out, no one cares. Oh, you oh, you, 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 let a guy return it to the 30, it doesn't matter because you scored three straight possessions, whatever. But if you're going to be in dogfight games with your season on the line as a mediocre team trying to steal a playoff spot, and who knows, as Parcel says, once you get in, anything can happen. I don't think anything can happen with this team. I think you're going to get your butt whooped no. by a high seed, just yes. like you did last year, if you do sneak in, which I don't even think you'll sneak no, in. No, at, at this point, I feel like you're asking a lot to make me think that they're going to win two out of these next three games. And, and again, I'm looking... A lot. I'm looking at the schedule. They, right. have, they have not beaten a single team that has a, has a better than 500 record. Plus, they haven't beaten... They beat the Jets twice with Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson's terrible. And they beat the Lions, who... They've been playing better of late, but they're not anything either. They also haven't beaten the Dolphins in no, they lost to the three Dolphins. years. No, but I'm talking about yeah, yeah, just, just general. You've lost four in a row or five in a row to the Dolphins. You've lost four of five to the Bills or five of six. The only one you won, we all remember, was in a hurricane and yes. was a complete weather game and just a aberrational win against that team. And Joe Burrow and the Bengals... Are they perfect? Far from perfect. No, but they're nine and four. They're good, and, and they're you finding can't, ways to win. And you can't guard their receivers. They just came back from what down seventeen or whatever. Yeah. So, like, it's not just that they have winning records. Like, these are teams you can't beat. You haven't found a way. Josh Allen is, you know, your daddy, as Pedro used to say. Like, he's your daddy. You're not beating that team in Buffalo. No, it's the only happening. way you beat them is if they decide they have everything wrapped up and they go... And Josh Allen doesn't play. Here, you have one. It'll be cute if you feel good about yourself yeah. to end the year. It's so, like, so, so you know what? You better hope that team wraps up the number one seed. And, and that, that got hurt today by the Chiefs coming back and winning. I actually was thinking maybe you were going down that road if the Chiefs lost and that put them further back. But with the Chiefs winning, the Bills may have to play longer because they are, they're not falling as far behind. But 617-779-7937. Let's go back to the phone lines. Let's go to Matt in the car who wants to talk about the ending but also other aspects of the game. Hey, how you doing, Hart? Um, Tyree, um, Hart, uh, you, you appointed me um, 
head of the Six Rings Analytics. Um, yes. I'm not sure if you remember that. Yes. But I hope you're serious because I updated my LinkedIn page. But anyway, <laughs> um, the, are we can, can we agree that Stevenson was just supposed to follow the ground and wasn't supposed to laterals? Um, um, I, I, I think maybe that is the case. But guess what? Okay. If it's not clear, then that's a problem. If it's not clear and obvious, like the replay review standard, if he doesn't know exactly what he's supposed to do in situational football, that's another coaching that's a problem. problem. And this is what we yeah, used right. to praise Bill Belichick and Ernie Adams and all these coaches for. They turn over every rock and every every player knows everything in every situation. How many times did you see last year, like Damian Harris in, in the Chargers game, actually, that's the one that trips my memory, is that they were sliding down to the ground before the five minutes even hit right. to kill the clock. Right. Like That's how serious they were. Now you're in a tie ball game, and we're looping the ball all over the field, giving the other team a chance to win. So, yeah, Matt, that is uh, horribly disappointing. So, Matt Jones is supposed to have this high football gear. I, I don't want to like rail on any of these guys, but he's five yards behind Jones. He sees the ball up in the air. Obviously, he realizes something's gone wrong. Go make a play and do something instead of just sitting there and getting – you know, stiff arms. Great play by Jones. You know, whatever. But let me. The point of my call is um, the special teams. Um, yes. who, who do we got in charge over there? Acorn. Acorn. Yes. Okay. I saw. I saw enough of Acorn last year with the three block punts. I would say, hope you have enough Acorns for the winter because I've seen enough of you. You're you're done. Um, you know that play was even more disgusting than than actually the last play of the game to me. You got two, you know, good players, Peppers. And um, our other boy, you know, just um, it, like you guys just said, you've pretty much covered the whole basis. But this team shouldn't make the playoffs. They don't deserve to make the playoffs. I don't need to see them make a make play a game in the playoffs. They, you know, even with Buffalo and Miami, uh, excuse me, Miami and the Jets losing, um, they just don't. They're not there. I'd rather see them lose out and realize the error of their ways this season. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the call, Matt. And uh, the fact that we have multiple areas to debate that is more disgusting and why you lost, whether it's a special teams <laughs> yes. play, an offensive play, even a defensive play, a replay, uh, tells you how bad this game was. Just for uh, clarity, the Patriots at 7-7 seven and seven as of right now are the 8 seed, one spot out of the AFC playoff picture. The Dolphins at 8-6 and six are the 7 seed. The Chargers at 8-6 and six are the sixth seed, both one game ahead of the Patriots. Obviously, Miami already beat the Patriots once, so they would hold a tiebreaker against uh, you, but you have another game with them in a couple weeks. 617-779-7937. Let's get one more call in as we continue to commiserate after a 30-24 to debacle of a loss in Las Vegas for the Patriots to fall in 7-7. Seven and seven. Let's go to another David. David in Tampa wants to talk about this loss. David, what's up? Hey, um, all right. For the first, the first um, red zone drive, first and goal inside the one yard line. Three straight pass plays. When you got a top ten running back in the game, three straight pass plays. And, and I mean, again, I mean, David, I don't want to interrupt, but real quick, I want to let you know a stat that they put on the broadcast that I was not aware of. But the Las Vegas Raiders have faced uh, a goal to go situation inside fourteen times this year. Yes. And they had allowed 14 touchdowns until <laughs> until they met the Patriots' red zone offense. Now it's 14 of 15. I mean, that's just – I don't know if, if, if that's just not a fireable offense by the coaching staff. I mean, it makes me wonder that maybe I was dreaming during the past 20 years, all these six, six titles. Is that just a dream I had? I mean, when I see something like this, it just makes you question everything. So, David – I mean, Belichick. David, are you calling for yeah. Belichick to be fired or assistant coaches? 
<laughs> I mean, at the very least, at the very least, uh, Patricia right now. Uh, I mean, tomorrow, I, mean, I, I want to wake up and see him on on the um, transaction wire. I mean, it's just. It, it, it's just clueless, like you said a few minutes ago. How can someone with a reputation as Belichick be so shrewd and clever, but then not even overrule or override his, his, the coaching decisions that his OC makes? Well, he overruled uh, once. He's a football advisor. <laughs> yeah, David, he, he overruled once. He overruled the touchdown pass to Jacoby Myers by calling timeout and wiping yeah, down. Yeah, there you go. Senior football advisor. Okay. What's your job description, Mr. Pat, Patty Matthews? Um, I mean, now, now beyond that, I mean, the, the, the last play of the game, like you said, if, if Ramondre, if, if that was on him and he, and he chose to make that lateral, then, you, then that, that falls back on the coaching, on the, on the shoulders of the coaching staff as well, that they're just not drilling and drilling in. These players are just clueless, clueless, narcissistic fools, and this is similar to basketball players shooting up threes, falling away, and, and Frenchie making the errors going from first base to home plate. Uh, I mean, it's just that everybody wants to be a hero. They don't value the little things. They don't care about the little things. And, and you know, it's just, it, 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 it's almost impossible to watch. Thanks. I mean, how does this happen? Thanks for the call, David, and I appreciate yeah, the passion a lot of, and a lot the of pain and yes, shame in and any 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 kind of correlated this to other sports and other problems in other sports. I want to stick to the Patriots' loss in might Vegas. be the only time Franchi Cordero and Bill Belichick were mentioned in the same sentence. But but David's not wrong with his emotion because an end of game play like that, you have every opportunity to tell the players. And it didn't happen in it in, in in on the fly. It wasn't a fluid situation. It keeps bothering me that you night. can tell them anything you want. Yes, uh, I would like to fight back against the one caller. I don't believe it was David. I think it was the prior caller that blamed it on Mac for not like being an athlete and make. No, no, no. What is he supposed to do? Right there, he's supposed to pick that off. He's the least athletic guy on the field. He's not capable of making a play there against Chandler Jones. Don't who, break up that pass, man. Right. I mean, that's not Mac's job. I'm you can, sorry. You can blame Mac Jones for a lot of things Absolutely. that happened in this game, but that right there, Le- is, leadership, is not, like is not being a baby. Yeah, uh, there's plenty of things that each and every for, member for, of this for organization not biting, for not biting Chandler Jones's leg off on his way to the end zone. Right, I like, mean, like, come on, what are we doing here? 